0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Fervent 4 show. Delighted <laughs> to be reunited with my man, Double J, Jeff Johnson. Yeah. How's it going? It's
1: great, Zach. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me.
0: Yeah, Do, do people been, ever um... call you Jeff Johnson? Sorry. Or <laughs> Double... do, people ever, do people ever call you Double J? Sorry, is what I meant. Hey, hey.
1: I've been calling anything, and you're probably not old enough. Used to be this show that goes, You can call me Ray, you can call me Jay. That's but right. you don't have to call me Johnson. There's but they're gonna be a few viewers on here who are gonna look that up. <laughs> and so I don't care, Zach. You know me well enough, you can call me All double right. J. How about that?
0: There you go. I whenever like I have a, I have a friend uh, named Jeremy Johnson, I call him Double J. Oh, do you? Because, yeah, I do. And uh I don't know why. I just think it's I I think there's a wrestling thing in there somewhere. There's a wrestler that went by Double J, I think. But we're not going to get into wrestling today. We're good, my man. We're good. Yeah.
2: Welcome, Jeff. Been a long time. We've been uh, plotting this for a little bit and finally happened.
1: Hey, so this is funny. So I probably remember. Okay, so when did the Fervent Four start?
2: This is episode March of 2020. One, yeah, right when everything shut down. This is episode 119. Oh, wow. Wow,
1: so I remember the beginnings of the conversations you guys or you were having around doing this, and you know, good things take time. So what were we? One nineteen? Is that what I heard? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was supposed to be one seventeen, I think. Yep. And yeah, and, we, uh,
0: and we invited you to the show at episode twenty, but it took you that long to want to come on. You you <laughs> oh, you're waiting, there wait, we're wait going. to mature a little bit.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So so yeah. So I, it took me a while. First, I had to grow this beard, Zach, which you don't remember when we started
0: it looks nice and fresh i like it. I <laughs> it
1: hey but first of all i to you and to the viewers I, I need to apologize because i got terribly sick before 117 and i'm texting my assistant kelly who's amazing and i'm imagining that she's on here now so kelly jones is she she's she's just an amazing assistant so i'm texting her I'm it's not COVID, everybody. Thank goodness it wasn't COVID, but it was it was a
0: disaster. I would have been worse than I am now, guys. So <laughs> there you go. Well, we My need positive, is- high energy double J Jeff Johnson. And <laughs> that's um, right. We're we're glad you postponed. It's 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 quite all right. Yeah, man. So. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Yeah. Are, are you are you a hokey? I am a hokey. Hmm, that's unfortunate.
1: That's the that's the that's the paraphernalia that's there. I didn't overwhelm you with my Chicago maroon wall behind me. I just mm-hmm. wanted to keep it subtle. And since we have like an orange title around it, so that's like burnt orange. So other than that, uh, yeah, it's hokey through and through, my friend.
2: Mm. Yeah, when before we when we were first scheduling you, uh, Zach and I were talking about you and just the amount of travel that you do between here and Blacksburg. and I, you know, At some point, they're just gonna rename part of that stretch after you, I would think, because it, it does <laughs> Double, seem like- w- <laughs> Double J highway. Double J highway. I like that. I like that. Because, so you, you do split time though. You're, you, you do travel back and forth quite a bit.
1: Yeah, as many people may or may not know, we, you know we're, we're an outgrowth of the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center adjacent to the Virginia Tech, the mm-hmm. university. And so many people may not know that we make that trip, or at least that I make that trip very often, back and forth to what we call part of the enterprise. So, um, you know, that that whole 64 to 81, I uh, mean, it's unbelievable. But I will say this publicly, I think I'm becoming a wimp or soft because <laughs> I have been driving 81, and I'm not going to let you guys <laughs> for years, but... There's something about 81 now, 81 South. It's just unbelievable, and it is a, a white knuckle ride these days.
0: So, really, I mean, is that the is 81 the one with all the um, trucks?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that what makes I mean, it tough? The mountains and the top mountains, the trucks, and the weather. So, huh. but I'm not complaining. It's it's a great ride. But you know, I do have friends in in places that you know do things like vertical takeoff and landing. Since we're going to be talking about innovation. I was thinking, hey, there's got to be a way to pick me up here at Tech Center, shoot me across the Blue Ridge and Allegheny Mountains, drop me down on that plateau, let me do my thing and bring me back home for dinner. What do you think?
0: Well, if That's not up, I go. mean, uh, what's that loop? Uh, the Hyperloop? Is that is that thing still going on? I, I yeah, no. This these will Whoa. be that um like the yeah.
1: like in the military, I guess there would be those ospreys, right? Don't they do a vertical takeoff and I?
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're. I, I think that. Uh, I think those VTOLS. I mean, they're in testing right now, and they're scheduled to. Uh, yeah, they're they're still rolling. Well, flying, I should say. Yeah, vertical takeoff <laughs> and landing.
1: Yeah, that's I think cool. that
2: they're going to start in, uh, primarily over like water. Just uh, take the human ele- element out of everything, but yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet.
1: That would be cool. So yeah, you're right, Tim. That. That trip, I make that trip and, and really cool to do it because going between two different regions and getting a chance to see how, um, you know, getting a chance and a feel for that region versus our region. And then we'll probably talk about the third one, which is up in Northern Virginia, which again, we we look to make part of our whole enterprise that allows us to cover the state.
0: Yeah. Uh, often, Go Oftentimes ahead. when you think about, at least what I do when I think about the word innovation, I think about maybe college towns or colleges and I'm not exactly sure why, but I don't think of the region that we all live in the, uh, the Hampton Roads, Norfolk, Virginia beach region. I I, I don't, I don't think of that as a college town. Obviously Blacksburg is, are, 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 is innovation and college towns kind of synonymous with each other or what are your thoughts on, on kind of that, and and if so, why is it that well, innovation in college towns? Well, well, the world,
1: the world, according to Jeff. You know, that's my disclaimer. But mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here we go. I mean, I kind of think that college towns is a place where great ideas and great minds converge uh, around problems, solutions, challenges, um, issues, and any place where you got a gathering around problems there is a thirst, a natural thirst for solutions. And solutions breed innovation. And so if you think about it, Zach, yes, historically universities, but the beauty of where we sit is we sit in a region that is ripe with a ton of innovation, which is probably which was really part of the strategic thinking in in doing what we're doing here uh, for that reason.
2: Yeah, I wanted to touch base on like so the background in terms of what research went into it, because back in the day, uh, there was this little plot of land in Newport News. <laughs> that was just I think it was was it's on one of the busiest intersections in the entire state. True. And uh, that, that was undeveloped for a long, long time. And then all of a sudden, trees started getting cleared. And then uh, next, this thing called Tech Center. Oh, did you freeze started. or was that me? No, you're good. I um,
1: heard all of a sudden.
2: All of a sudden, uh, tech stunners started popping up, trees started going down. And uh, what what was some of the, what, what research went into it? Okay. And what's what's the, uh, the, the beginnings of everything?
1: Yeah, when you think about it, uh, most, as, as we think about innovation and entrepreneurship, it all starts from an, a passion, a purpose, some sort of problem and integrating that passion purpose problem in with innovation can create a great opportunity. And so the thought process was, hey, we have this Corporate Research Center in Blacksburg, the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center. uh, That's run by uh, Dr. Brett Malone and formerly Joe Meredith and, and visionaries who said, hey, what is that doing? Well, it's, it's a place where innovation can actually land and grow. Innovation primarily coming out of early stage, coming out of the university. said, so wait a minute, so what's happening there? Well, we have over a million so square feet of, of space and we've grown into uh, over 5,000 uh, tech jobs. And we're creating unbelievable innovation coming out here. And so the question becomes, wait a minute. We have as much intellectual property and innovation where we sit in our region here in Hampton Roads. And why can't or why shouldn't we be able to do that? So the visionaries behind this, people like uh, W.M. Jordan and John Lawson and uh, our current president and, and Joe Meredith and the team there said, hey, let's let's put together a study to look at this opportunity and the study came back overwhelmingly the ingredients necessary for success sit right here in hampton roads and that's kind of why um, sort of the early origins tim around the research and and it was overwhelming around what we have here and what opportunities we have and that's why we thought uh, hey let's plant a flag here and it's going to be a long-term vision and that's gonna be something we'll talk about over the hour oh, over the hour. It's not something you stand up where it's immediate, it's gonna grow into something, then it'll exponentially take off. But you have to be have vision and you
0: have to um take on some risk and challenges.
2: Yeah, Tim has said go ahead, Zach.
0: Tim has said, you know, you gotta look at it in a 20-year, a long-term vision of, of anything, right? It's a it's it's not it's not a year, it's not whatever. Uh, it's it's a long period of time, and so. Uh, when you look at it, the tech center, I think, probably envisioned before this, but I think uh, you and I met maybe 2015, 2016 time. Frame. Exactly, exactly right. 2015, right in
1: I got in 2014.
0: And if you peel back the onion, I got kind of included into the entrepreneurial uh, ecosystem in 2010-ish. You know, we're 12 years into that. We're only halfway, a little more than halfway in that 20-year, um, you know, timeline. Uh, it... it and, and that story has to be sold over that period of time. Do you think when you guys were doing the, the research to find out, hey, like a lot of the ingredients or all of the ingredients that were here in Blacksburg are actually here, maybe even better um, in, in the Hampton Roads era? Is, is that something that just isn't marketed well? Because you, you hear about all these things in our region and it's just like, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. It's just is, is it a marketing thing? Like, like when you guys got that info, you're just like, wow, like never thought of that. Well, you you
1: know now. I mean, I, the Hampton Roads is home to me. So we know our challenges. The good news is that we're we're humble enough to know we could do a better job as a region of marketing ourselves. We got one heck of a story, and you
0: both are part of this story. And you know, and I mean start- heck, we're the first where like it wasn't the world found here, or whatever. You know, didn't Christopher Columbus yeah. come here? You know, James I mean, I mean oh this-
2: Like yeah. It, how, do it, lose, have, how do we lose
0: that mo- momentum? Like,
2: right.
1: <laughs> well, because we you know, when we think about who we are, right, the pillars of who we are, you know, we've got this amazing port. Yes. We also have um, this whole tourism piece that that you see there That's a part of it. And of course, we have our shipyard and the, and the history of those kinds of things as well. But what we weren't really talking about was innovation. And we have a ton of innovation here. We are adjacent to Jefferson National Lab, one of 17 DOE labs. It's a single purpose lab. We'll talk probably a little bit about that. And hopefully one day you'll have their director, Stuart Henderson, on here. And Stuart's just a great guy. And what they're doing at the lab is going to be amazing as we tell this stories that that you and Tim are, are outlining here. And then you have, of course, NASA Langley. And the history of NASA Langley is pretty unbelievable. You may or may not have had people on here. I didn't see them on your list. But we have, and of course, innovation and private companies are here, as well as individuals around here who are doing amazing things. You guys have had them on here. So I've seen them. That's the story we haven't told, that whole um, innovation-led, inclusive, regional economic development. So when you think of each one of those words and what I just talked about, they're very precise and they were chosen for a reason. We got that opportunity. Zach and Tim, we haven't really told that story about uh, this with regard to innovation, but it's unfolding and you're a part of it. And this this is where we talk about this, this whole S curve. When we're when we're growing anything and you, you the classic penetration curve, we're in that long beginning of that tail as this thing starts to ramp. We're building our stories now, and this is a part of building that story.
2: What, maybe you can remember, because it's a fascinating stat that we talk about on the peninsula. It is, It was something about the, we are the number one location for uh, engineers per capita, something like that. And do, do you happen to remember what that stat was? I don't remember the
1: exact number because it fluctuates over whether, you know, it's nuanced, right? So yeah. a third of the PhDs in physics all come through Jefferson lab. I mean, think, think about that. So, um, and maybe Stuart and others will, will expound upon that, but Tim, whether we have the stat exactly right, w- would cloud the story. The story is there's right. a disproportionate amount of intellectual capital here that we have an opportunity to harness and create the products and services of a future that makes a difference we, we have that it's up to us now to figure out how to leverage that and take it forward and tell the story
0: right yeah, i just hear the word opportunity when i hear that i mean if there's that much talent and people talk about how there's not talent here it sounds like they got the narrative wrong and there's just a ton of opportunity to just absolutely skyrocket
2: I mean, well, the crazy thing Whatever. is, Zach, is that uh, like what, what's not told or not told enough is that clearly there's a demand. And Jeff, you can touch on occupancy rates, uh, both retail and in the living space within tech center. I mean, it's just like it's. Yeah. Full. yeah.
1: I mean, when you think about it, Zach, you, you, you are right, man. Uh, we have the intellectual cap- capital, intellectual capital to chart and help chart our future. Now, for those who may be part of of this telecast and others who may have heard me say this, we we wanna build on the core strengths of what we are, but we also wanna be aspirational to dream and develop what we can be. In order to do that, we have to take a, a real assessment of the assets that we have and how we can better leverage those assets to create that vision we want for ourselves. So um, I think we're sitting on, again, this great opportunity to do it. And uh, and I, I think there's no better time than right now. And this is a great time to be doing what we're doing. But we put in the work. I mean, you you guys are on this call. Look, we said back in 2014, we, we've put in work. We've got a lot of work to do. But you know, we're not where we want to be, but we're not where we were either. And I think it's right. important for people to know that.
2: It is great to look back just to, to reflect on how much has happened. I mean, just for the, from the beginning of this call, what, what was once a undeveloped wooded area started with the retail. Uh, and that was all very deliberate. You started with yeah. where people play, where people live, and then now building out where people work uh, to see that vision come to reality is really, really cool. Yeah, so think about that. Okay, so many people, you said something
1: really important, and Zach, okay, the full vision was to create a place where innovation can learn, innovation can land and grow, where we can actually create the products and services of the future that'll make a difference. Okay, so that was the, the, the real thought process around it. But in order to do that, you needed to surround it with more than just technical assets, scanning electron microscopes, um, 3D printers and and AI and machine learning. It, you, you, people, there's a human factor associated with this. And when there's a human factor associated with it, you have to think about where they live and where they play as part of it. So what you mentioned strategically was, hey, envision the retail side of this first, which gives people a place to shop, anchored by Whole Foods, give people a place to, to, have, uh, to, to get um, clothing and, and uh, restaurants, right? A place to actually, um, to, 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 to really live. But, and then when we think about that, a place where you can actually call home, So Venture Apartments and Tech Center uh, is that place. And when you think about these two assets, they are really the amenities that sit in front of the research park. And so it's important for our guests and others to see that vision unfold. It's part of a bigger picture. And to your point, Zach, the time frame associated with this, you don't do in a year. This you have to build out. And, and you learn as you grow. Uh, as you mentioned, the retail prior to COVID was virtually 100% full. The the housing was and has been, even through COVID, remained full with waiting lists. Um, we're sitting on our research park building where I'm actually talking to you guys from 80,000 square feet, which we can talk about more, about place, um, which is full and now we have our new building that's coming online uh that's that's uh we had a beam st- signing as you know less than 30 days and a big party which was pretty unbelievable around it and if you come look now and you're all invited you'll see that second structure coming up right now it's becoming a
0: thing you why, know why is it, it why is it working Right. So, I mean, there's other places that are trying to do other uh, s- similar things. There are right. other places that had worked in the past and aren't working now. Like, like what's the special sauce that's making it work for you guys at this point? Yeah. Is, it, is, um, is there that many Hokies out there that just want to be a part of <laughs> You know, we, we're friends
1: with everybody. And then on game day, we go to our respective corners. But then we come back and we're all good. I don't
0: know. I don't know that. I don't know that we we some of us. Constantly stay away from the Hokies, you know. I, I, I'm I'm doing you a favor by letting you be on the show today. I, I am which not I'm, a Hokie fan, Come which on. I'm okay. humbled and grateful,
1: my friend. Oh, my humbled and grateful. So even you have a passion, uh, passionate <laughs> heart for us Hokies. We wear on you, you know. The Hokies wear on you. Come on, you let. I eventually made it. I'm one. What I'm one nineteen, but you eventually gave in. Now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. so so yeah it, the secret sauce really isn't isn't secret sauce okay so you may know that I sit on the board and the executive committee of the International Association of research parks so we have over 150 research parks around the country including a lot of the big ones that you guys know uh, Research Triangle Park Centennial Park um, star park in Austin and um, Parks in Mississippi State and other places and other big universities. But there are. it was called University-Based Research Parks. Right now it's AURP. It's who we are. Okay. So, Zach, to your question, what we know is every one of these are unique. And they're built upon the assets in your region and or your town which are uniquely yours. And so for us, we have a ton of assets around deep tech and others. And the reason this is working and will work even further is because right now what we have realized is innovation is the opportunity to create what we are and what we wanna be using products and services that actually make a difference. Big things are made here. We wanna give a place part of it. So that's the first part of the strategy is to establish a place it it grounds us it gives us a sense of identity um it becomes the base so zach when we start to put those in place as you and tim uh, will allude the next part is activating space activating space or we want to call it programming around it that's uniquely related to the regions we're in so first of all we're establishing place we're we're curating the kinds of businesses that are part of what is tech center. And the idea is to inspire those of us who are watching this or those of us who have great ideas to move that idea from idea to impact. And so we are very methodically um, pushing that forward with a mix of big companies and small companies, Zach, Because we know companies and industries and sectors go through cycles. And we wanted to make sure we create a region, a place that is sustainable and able to sustainably grow through those cycles. And that's kind of the baseline of peeling this onion back for you and for for others here. It's very intentional in terms of approach, guys.
2: What... Remind me again, how many? You're, you just you just broke ground on building two. There's a total of ten that are planned. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So at at full buildout, division is for a million square feet. Now now to put this in perspective, so we're part of the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Enterprise. So think about Blacksburgs, right? So Blacksburg, where Brett is, has somewhere around 250 acres, well over like 1.4 million square feet, about 33 buildings. You can see it's spread out, right? It's a beautiful campus. This vision, think about it, Tim, what you just said. is a million square feet. We're probably on about 55 acres, Hmm. dense. And the density is designed to create collisions. Those collisions are designed to um, spur innovation.
2: Well, the thing that's really interesting is that based on that time frame, and as you just uh, alluded to, I mean, there's cycles. And so we'll see some different evolutions that take place. And then by you all spacing out the, the build out, that, that, you, that allows you all to be really flexible in terms of, oh, maybe building number six needs to have this and building number eight needs to focus on that. So uh, that, that's really cool within itself.
1: Yeah, Tim, you, you picked it up perfectly, and that's exactly right. And the essence of this strategy is they're demand-driven. So uh, the good news is they have the commitment of somebody like W.M. Jordan and the vision of uh, a Johnny Lawson behind this. Th- th- it's patient. There's a patient capital because you're creating a whole legacy. We're changing the face of the peninsula and hopefully impacting the region and beyond by this work. And th- there is a, a strategy and a vision Associated with this. And so, what you just said, it allows us to tune and learn along the way. That requires humility, right? We don't want to build something no one wants. We say that in place. And it's the number two reasons most of these early startups fail because they don't do the customer discovery. And so, we're living what we're preaching and and living what we're teaching. And we're saying, okay, what can we learn from? from building one that we can put in building two around place that will help and enable the companies that live here to be more successful. That's the approach we're taking to it. And it's important that you pick up on that as well as the other listeners that are, that are joining us here.
0: How do you understand what that is? How do you, what questions are you asking to get the actual answers that can help, make that next step? Because I feel like a lot of companies wouldn't know what they need, even if they give you an answer. Um, so how, how do you kind of figure that out?
1: Yeah. So here's the, and Tim will notice, it's funny. Uh, it's about customer discovery on steroids. And what we mean by that is when you're out talking and interviewing people, Zach, and companies, they may not know exactly what they want, but if we ask open-ended questions and then seek insights, we can help develop solutions to problems. So here's the example. They may not know exactly what they want, but they know the jobs to be done, the problems or pains associated with getting that, that done and or the gains, if in fact, nirvana, if it was it. So they may not be able to talk to you specifically, I want this but our job is to listen and gain insight. And insight allows us to create products and services that help solve problems uh, and create opportunities. So it is seriously doing that job of listening, Zach, around what it should be.
2: Is, is there even a time frame uh, to complete all of the, the build-out of the buildings, or is What that-
1: I say is market-driven, Tim. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, here's the great news. Think about what we did. We started building one. It, it, it. I guess ribbon cutting was August of nineteen. Okay, this building's already full. Then we had this little thing called a pandemic. Right in the middle of it, and and everybody here, everything changed. Okay, and here's what the everything changed was. So Tim, you coming to us from you know studios, probably at home. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's correct. Back. Yep. Huh? Okay. So I'm sitting in my office, right? So here to four. now you and I both would have probably been in some office somewhere, Zach as well, whether, and we would all be doing this. Okay. So here's what's changed. Our whole world has changed. Why? Because they're in this hybrid work systems. Sometimes you work at home. Sometimes you are in the office. Sometimes you don't want to be in either one of them which really starts to bring together this idea of co-working. So then people think about co-working and they're like, oh my God, how do we stay six feet? Well, if you think of something like here with us, gather, right? So gather has a mix of offices as well as co-working space. What we learned is a lot during this pandemic. And what we learned is that we need each other. Innovation needs each other. I love Zoom. Zoom is fine or whatever um, video system that we have they're fine, but they don't take the place of you and I talking to each other, creating these collisions and you saying, man, Jeff, I'm struggling with blank. And I say, well, have you ever talked to Zach? Uh, These are the collisions, or, you know, I've got something that might be interesting to you. We need each other. And so if you're in this building of creating innovation districts or research parks, you have to then now be a nimble enough to say, wait a minute, we need to create different kinds of spaces. Now they're more hoteling. In other words, Zach is dropping in, Tim's dropping in, we're together for two days or a day and a half, and then we're not. Um, our spaces now have to be reflect that. And so you can't do that if you just start cookie cutting what you do. Right. You, you have to be demand driven and you have to use customer discovery to figure out what works and what companies looking for. I,
0: I yeah, agree. And, yeah, I agree.
1: with was. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: this is the best part about technology.
1: The chair, yeah. the chair recognizes the fellow uh, with the black T-shirt.
2: <laughs> We're just right so excited around. to talk to you, Jeff. That uh, we all are. Uh, we have so many questions, but go ahead, Zach. Mine's mine's more forward thinking. If, okay, uh, so I, I agree
0: that uh, talking face to face is better than, than the old uh, talking to this little camera thing that I'm just got that little green dot right there. That I got that I gotta look at. Are, are you finding that the kids, though, you know, that the, the younger generation is, is game with that? Um, because you're associated with so many uh, not just Virginia Tech but but the uh, research parks of the world, like, is that I feel like this is one of those things where it's like we still think Facebook is cool, maybe we don't. but like we think Facebook's cool, but it's not. it's like there's there's other things that other people are on at this point, but we just stick on to this thing like is is that building into the future? Um, or are we just hoping that 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 stays? I mean, I really I, I think face to face is incredibly important. but are, are are the youth, are the kids of the world, are the younger entrepreneurs are the are, are the younger businesses seeing that same way? Or, yeah. or what you I I love your question, and 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 let me just be
1: real clear about this. The evolution of who we are as humans is never going to change. We we in fact need each other, Zach. Now the question becomes, how do we need each other? Um, we are we are now experiencing this time where we had to social distance. I think we're going to be understanding the impact of that for years. Um, I think I, I looked at one of your fervent flow four previous episodes tim um where you had someone from who was in the medical field mental health and i believe recently am i am i Mm -hmm. I right about that tim yep okay and i I listened to a part of it and and she could she could not have been more on point so zach i'm saying it's going to be and and not or
0: Mm -hmm. They're not
1: mutually exclusive. We're going to be able to use this. I'm working with, we'll talk about this. I'm working with entrepreneurs and teams from around the country right now via this medium um, that are on both coasts, right? And it's great. We're getting to know each other. But I think one of the things we understood is it's hard to build a relationship from scratch this way. So we tried to do a hybrid approach. We met, we worked together. And then we went apart and it just set the groundwork for us to work and use this medium so i think it's going to be and but you will hear this guy say we need each other's people there are things that i can't pre-program when i went right. for coffee and i saw tim and we chatted about not being able to hear well on these things and i've got somebody working on new technology to be able to do this that it would be difficult for that to happen, Zach, if we had to try to schedule it.
0: The water cooler effect.
1: It was uh, yeah. whatever. The, yeah, if they're, if they're really a term, I'm just speaking through my hypothesis, which I'm going to... I, I will put big money on, a dollar and a quarter and a coffee. I mean, you know I'm a big spender.
0: we wow. uh, Can't, can't even get a quarter cup of Starbucks for that.
1: Look there, man. Hey, I got mine. So if you guys see me... <laughs> Lifting it, this thing keeps me going. Yeah,
2: seriously, I I
1: couldn't. I couldn't feel more strongly about that, Zach, than I do. I think it's
2: definitely to your point. Very specific. Like to me, the iPhone could not be created in a hybrid environment. You have to be next to one another to create something like a hardware, an iPhone, or any type of hardware. You've got to be together. Software is a different story. There's tons of collaboration that can go on, but yeah, I, I agree. It definitely is a Or it's 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 one other
1: point to underscore that. um, you or may not know, maybe Tim, you and I talk about I love music. And at one point I thought I wanted to be a musician, right? And if you ever played in a band and anybody on this call, there is a point when you get certain people together that magic happens. Mm, It, it is it is unbelievable, and you get in this thing called flow. And many of you on this call will know what that is. And that's that zone when I'm playing something, you and I aren't talking, but you're feeling me. I'm feeling you. Companies and businesses get in flow. Yep. When you get in flow, you're creating products and services and he's got this covered and she's got that covered and you're here. And it's in. We need to have an opportunity for that to happen. That's the um,
0: best way I've ever heard it articulated. Yeah, you know, thanks. get jamming in a band, putting them together. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you're not doing it on the phone, right? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. that's it. I mean, so like, that's that's an inc- that's. I don't know if you say that a lot, but like you should like articulate that. That's 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 spot on. I'm just sitting here like, yep, that makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. I tried being in a band once. You know, yeah. third grade, fifth grade, something like that. I got kicked out. You just didn't gel. You know, haven't played music since. You know, I've been listening to Taylor Swift, you know, ever since. And, you know, I I, I don't know why it isn't working, but, you know, I just wanted to take in my life, and no one
1: else did. It's never too late. It's man. too late. I, you you, know, I'm, my I'm mom like,
0: is the only person who thinks I'm a good singer, and I'm not going to – she's just lying to me. Hey, maybe your role is not to sing. Maybe
1: your role is to arrange. You say, that sounds great with that. Hey, Tim, hit this one. Jeff, do this one. Then <laughs> you'll sing you a
0: word. I'll be the Simon Cowell. That'll be the Simon Cowell of the band.
2: Bring it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. That's kind of the way I think about it.
2: Yeah. No, it's totally, I'm, I'm hundred percent on board with that. And I'm I'm curious, how does Virginia Tech, how does the research centers look at as you're building out, you have Blacksburg, you got Newport news. We'll, we'll touch on what's going on in Northern Virginia. How, what is the vision for all of the collaboration amongst the different locations? I I think that's going to be super, super powerful Mm -hmm. within itself.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think you're hitting on it. Like right now, um, it, when you think about it, so I'd like, to, I'd like for the audience and us to think about, if you think about the state of Virginia and you think about a node down in Blacksburg and Southwest Virginia, geographically, and then you come east and you come to us in Hampton Roads, and then you go north to Northern Virginia and you start to connect the dots. So there is a war for talent. So imagine recruiting to the state of Virginia and say, if you're recruiting from parts of Europe, they will look at Blacksburg and say, oh my goodness, this reminds me of some parts of home maybe. If you're recruiting for urban and you say, hey, well, if you go and walk the streets of Northern Virginia and Washington DC, you're as urban as you can get on the East Coast. And then if you want water and history, and the kinds of things that we have here, um, then you got here. Imagine telling that story to prospective businesses, to entrepreneurs, to individuals that says, look, when you think about what we're putting together and what's happening here, and you connect those dots, talent, technology, suppliers, customers, uh, capital, a human and financial can move throughout it. And so we want to build pipelines between these nodes. And so you can imagine how powerful that can be.
2: That's yeah, big... that's, yeah that's, uh, that's exciting. It's exciting to think about what could happen. What, as as listeners are hearing this, uh, early stage founders, what what's the best way to, to get in touch with you? How do they get connected? with uh, all the resources that are put in place?
1: Yeah, well, as, as, as was pointed out, we're all on social media. You can hit us on LinkedIn, of course. Um, that's out there. You'll also come to our website, InnovatedTechCenterVA.com, and check that out. Um, I think it's on your screen as well, so you guys can see that. Um, reach out via, uh, via all means of, of social media as well. And in the end, if you guys are connected with the fervent four, then you're connected with me because Tim has a way of reaching me anytime he needs to, as well as Zach. So um, I encourage your listeners to, to, if you want to talk about this, if you want to come check us out, please do so. Uh, We're very approachable. Uh, Remember, we're starting with place and then we're moving toward activating said place. And you're starting to see the early parts of that. And now is the great time to be part of what we're doing here at Tech Center. And I need to help. Yeah. so are there any I and I and others, we, we need to help.
2: One thing there... uh, that I heard last week, week before was a meeting uh, with Tom Walker with drone up. Uh, they're doing great things, but one of the things that he hit on that's really, really exciting that, that our area needs to leverage is the fact that, DroneUp is now at the place where they're actually attracting talent from Silicon Valley and from Austin to move to Virginia. I mean, right. to me, okay. that's a really, really important first step to, to get those bright minds to move here.
1: Well, and, and so what happens is, think about it, the innovation and the work that DroneUp has done, right, it's the early stage. So if you think about where I'm in Tech Center, I'm gonna give you another visual. So usually... Um, in my class and others that we teach in it. Think left to right. Left edge is that edge where those ideas are. Right is actually commercialization, marketplace, impact, kind of doing it. So you guys got that visual metaphor I'm talking about. So we're focusing on, uh, Tim, temp- that left edge, that pre-accelerator. I, you haven't you heard me use these terms because I, I, I people get all lost in terminology and things start to put you in the box, but I like to think of a continuum. So that far left edge, we're working at that left edge with these large federal labs and uh, others to take those ideas and intellectual property uh, and advance it, advance innovation, advance it to innovation, identify business models, Um, Those business models actually create companies like DroneUp and others. Those companies license said technology from, uh, I mean, proven technology from places like NASA Langley and Jefferson Lab and others. And these companies then are building, these entrepreneurs are building high tech, high growth, built to scale companies like DroneUp and others. These companies are going to attract talent and they're going to need talent. That talent is going to drive the economic growth and development here in the region we're
2: in. And it's going to
1: attract the talent. That's the sort of the view of, of that.
2: Right. I mean, And, and, and Ivy Watch is another, you know, that's in tech center. That's another example. That's another example.
1: Take that idea. And then if you have a passion around helping people, no one wants to get infection in when the hospital been being treated. So if your passion is around making a difference there, create the sensors that are necessary to detect infections before they become a problem. Now you're doing something you love, Gary Warren and others here at IBM, you're doing something you love, it's your passion, you're solving a problem, it has a purpose, and you're using innovation as a means to make that happen. Take that model and apply it to other areas. Some of the areas we're working in now, Think about this um there are places that don't have access to clean water there's technologies and innovations originally designed to sustain life on other planets etc in the work that nasa is doing as a result of that they have intellectual property and they have innovation around that with the right people the right passion focused on the right problem could we advance that innovation to create an opportunity to uh, develop new products and services that can help bring clean water to people who don't have access to that water? That's the kind of work we're doing now. It is not necessarily, uh, you know, this is deep tech work that are really formed around problems and solutions. That's, that attracts additional talent when we talk about, hey, not my company, let me tell you what my company's doing. My company is bringing clean water when there was not. We're bringing Internet connections to points in, of the globe that they had none. Um, we're doing, okay, that's something whether you live in San Francisco or whether you live in Austin or you live in Boston or if you live in Raleigh, you can get your head around. And that I
0: can't, will, remember, I can't remember who said this, but it was uh, it's, it's one of Pharrell's really good friends. He was on stage at the uh, "Elephant in the Room" uh, piece uh, event at uh, Norfolk State, uh, maybe in March, April of, of this year, I believe. And um, his uh, musician, I think it's his best friend. I can't think of his name. I was trying to look it up, but I can't. I can't think of who it is. But he's from here, and he said, um, "So we can't release music here because we don't get the love that we get." In other places, we almost have to. We have to go to other places to release this. Um, our 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 newest hits, our newest yeah. songs, uh and then we come back here, and then we get the love. It, I think it, it kind of push seems a, like Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha T. Yeah, that's who it is. And so, you know, if you type in Pharrell's friends, everything that pops up is something <laughs> in the water, and it's like. Uh, and then apparently, Pharrell has a song called "Best Friends." Like it, it didn't yeah. work for me. So, so Pusha T said this, and I thought it was really interesting because. I feel like the kind of business community is the same way. They're like, no, we want we want you to uh, bring in this other company instead of really homegrown and, and tell the story and really celebrate and love and help these companies that are there. As I hear the Ivy Watches, uh, the, the Drone Ups, and, and some of these other companies that we've talked about over over, over every episode, hmm. it, it, is there something to that where the local community doesn't push these companies the way that Pusha T has said that the music world doesn't with local music, uh, w- with him in that case? like, And and is that something mm-hmm. that we can really fix? Or how would you fix that challenge um, if, if so, you agree or not?
1: Yeah, no, so I, I think it's interesting. So first of all, you both know me, I'm an optimist. I'm mm-hmm. always gonna see true. the positive side of this, yep. period. So here's the point. So that might be Pusha T's experience, And that's that's great. Here's my perspective. We're creating an environment here at Tech Center where innovation can land and grow, whether we grow that innovation out of uh, intellectual property. That's right next to me in Jefferson Lab, or it comes from the, the mind of each one of you, or it comes from NASA Langley. So Jeff will say there's an opportunity for us to create it. If we create pro- products and services that make a difference, um, we'll get the support that we need. I- I'm, I'm, I'm just taking the high road, Zach. We are going to do that. And we're doing so our our role here at Tech Center and what we're doing and what I'm doing. So you might say, then why don't we hear a lot? Well, oh, we do, because I'm at that early stage on the left edge. Uh-huh. The risks are very high. We're working to de-risk that intellectual property to make it such that investors and others can say, oh, this is something that I can, we want to make it investable, right? And whether that's created here or there, we're doing that work right now. Now, the challenge around that is because they're so early, those kinds of things, we have to put a lot into it behind the scenes to get it to push it to the right on that continuum so that it is investable and so we can move it. So I'm saying, okay, we're creating a place for that to occur, Zach, that early, early stage. And so, which means, you know, an opportunity like this, what do we need? We need this sort of, and and I'm not saying, we're going to need this early investment and in in those kinds of technologies and and when i say investments you know we're talking about high risk kinds of things on on the far left edge that we're trying to move forward and so we have to build a mechanism and a way to support them to be able to move and advance that innovation down that continuum so we're going to need to attract the kind of capital maybe that capital is here and and again we don't have to get into a deep discussion of that but or, or grants or uh, 10 cups or however we need to do it to support this local innovation and to make sure that they're creating something that somebody wants. We have to be creating, and that's through the customer discovery work. That's us understanding where it can go. We can do that here and we're gonna do it. You're gonna see many, many more um, medical device. You're gonna see health data exchange kind of things that come from here. You're gonna see, um, satellite you're going to see more efficient solar cells come from here alternative energy we got this whole big project going off on, on the uh the east coast of in in the atlantic off of, of you know portsmouth um that whole thing you, you're going to see that and, and a lot of that's going to come from here zach uh we're, we're pushing that and we're supporting that and so if there's anybody who's watching this who have those ideas and believe they have to go somewhere else that early stage we want you to come talk to us here Um, And we're going to sit down and map it out and and make it happen. And that's what we're creating.
2: That's awesome. I mean, and and it's just, you all are just a perfect place because you have that long-term vision. So when it comes to deep tech, that's also long-term vision. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it just, everything. As you know, Jeff, better than just as well as we do. I mean, it's just, it's that seven-year overnight success story. I mean, it just, it doesn't just happen. You have to continue to work and grind through it. And then it will eventually happen
1: yeah i mean what people got to know that listen there's different types of innovation so if you don't hear all the noise that you think you're a lot of it is noise it is noise and that whole signal to noise ratio is out of whack okay so yeah. what i'm talking about if you're talking about deep tech and and products and services that you heard me mention that, that maybe come out of innovation, those things, they take time. That seven-year curve that you just talked about was primarily apps. Primarily these, er, try to do that with a uh, with a, a nuclear detector, a nuclear uh, detector kinds of uh, technology that would come out of a place like uh, uh, Jefferson Lab or um, nuclear medicine. Uh, that seven-year period, is tough so you have to have a longer planning horizon and i'll say one one other thing traveling the world as i have here's one of the things i feel is important and again this is jeff's disclaimer our key point of differentiation not only here as a nation is our ability to innovate from a white piece of paper you give some people a white piece of paper and it'll be deer in the headlights they'll be frozen but once you start drawing on it, they'll say, oh, well, take that one and move it this way. And now you got you on a roll. But we have a unique ability to create from a white piece of paper. And I think this opportunity we're creating here around innovation so it, it is our point, is the difference that makes a difference. But you got to be willing to invest in the very early stage and you got to be OK with things that don't go and you, the way you planned it, and you gotta be okay with pivoting. A term a lot of people like to use, but the horizon on these kinds of things are longer term. And what I was gonna say about traveling the world, if you go to parts, other parts of the world, particularly Asia, when we talk about plans, I used to be in, as you both know, I come from corporate. So we had 90 day public companies Every 90 days, we had to go before the analysts and give our Q. And then we have our give our K. And we have to stand up and defend our ability to profitably grow this entity. Right. And we have to predict where we're going to go with only a few basis points. So we either get killed or not. Okay. Even if we're right or wrong on any other side of it. Whole nother story. But our planning horizon, if you think about it, we have to articulate a long-term vision on 90-day cycle. We go to other parts, particularly Asia, They says, well, within the next 50 years, we're going to be the medical, whatever, in the next 50 years. Dude, hmm. I'm thinking 90 days because hmm. I got to go before the analysts and tell them why I hit or miss my number. OK, and so this horizon and what you hear about Tech Center and what we're doing here and the work of Virginia Tech, the work of VTCRC, the work of you know, developers like WM Jordan and our team here at the city and uh, city of Newport news and all the, the officials that are part of this, it, we have to understand that it is not going to happen overnight. It is longer term, but you see us moving. It's the essence of strategy, right? We create that vision and you see us now putting these milestones along the way and oh yeah, the noise will get louder. I mean, the we'll amp up what you hear and see with tech center, but you and your audience now knows at the core of it, there is purposeful strategy associated with where we're going and what we're trying to do.
2: That's awesome that uh, we know you have a hard stop. Is there is there anything that we have not talked about or that you would like to make sure that you touch on before we wrap?
1: Yeah, I think the most important thing that we we, we talk about, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Here we go with a couple minutes left in it. If we're going to drive our region, it must be inclusive. Amen. We we have to, listen, we can't be afraid to have this conversation. And we need to say, how do we create these high-tech, high-growth, built-to-scale tech companies that are led by those who are normally underrepresented and or women as CEOs and leaders on the cap table? That's the work that we're doing right now behind the scenes. So right now I have 22, I think it's 22, Kelly will correct me when we're done, 22 teams of entrepreneurs who are definitely part of this, um, part of our NASA um, science and technology accelerator who are working on the kinds of businesses and solutions we're talking about right now. It's 12 weeks We're in week six and many of them are probably listening now. Right. And And we want, we want
2: all of them on the show.
1: Well, you, if you want them, we'll get the kinds of technologies that they're working on will blow you away. Right. But it's for purpose. And before we start and while we start, we have to have that intersection of passion, purpose, problem, and innovation. And these teams, represent represented this is our second cohort it's so successful we've done it again and again right. so, and we, so wow. from,
0: from an inclusive standpoint what are you guys doing to make sure that it's inclusive right so i mean i, I feel like there's all, like we've had people on the show and we've seen a lot of people just in general say one thing do something completely different right it's, yeah. it's just it's just jibber jabber right and so i think you have to make a conscious personally i think tim and i are we, we are, are conscious of this we, we try uh, we're constantly going out trying to make sure that this show is as inclusive and diverse as, as, as possible. Like what are you guys doing to make sure that it is inclusive it is diverse and it's it's not just jibber jabber like like so many other people will say. So so for those of both of you know me and here it is authenticity matters.
1: Here's the deal. I don't have a it, it, we live it. Tim, Zach, we live it. It's not a slogan. It's right, not yeah. what we. Yeah. It's not where we have you know. Show me your your principles around this. We live it. Look at our cohorts. Look at the the teams as as we start to show you those, um, and make all that visible. We live it. Uh, we, we live it, Zach. It's not yeah. lip service. Uh, yeah. We've got successful companies now coming out of this effort. Left edge. You guys got the metaphor. Very left edge. A uh, one of them. Uh, we, we've got folks out of Rhode Island, um, in, 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 in many different places who come together here around this thing. We, yeah. we don't sit here and talk about, Hey, we're going to be inclusive. We, we are it. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We, yeah, we right don't
1: right. have a slogan. I don't have a slogan. I'm not the right. slogan guy. Look at our teams, look at who we are and what we do. That's what we're about. And so when I'm talking to my friends who are CEOs of, other big companies and other companies. And we say, you know, yeah, Jeff, you're my best friend, man. And h- how do I do this stuff? And, you know, and they're friends like you guys. And, and I, I don't care who you are. It's like, Zach, Tim, listen, let's live it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We don't even don't have talk to it, talk live about it, yeah. it. Here we yeah. are in the last walk, minute.
0: Walk, walk the walk, not talk the talk. Right. I mean, it's, in the last uh, minute
1: yeah. and the last hour, and you talk to me and then we talk about what we're doing around this inclusivity just think about what we did you know why intentional because we're living it we're, we're, yep. we're not it's not a thing it's who we are why because we know that in the end we're going to have very diverse ideas and perspectives that can yeah. create new angles
0: to solutions to problems we never thought of of course and we're okay with and we're okay. That's a huge with, opportunity. That's that right? people should be like jumping towards that. Like it's like hello, like it's it's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's that's how we're addressing that one, Zach. And I'm I'm glad you asked that question. And I got a chance to, to kind of say it. And I wanted to make it explicit to to those who are there. This is who we are. Come join us at Tech Center. Come be a part of this whole movement. Um uh because in the end, our vision is much bigger than. A research park
2: Appreciate yeah it, it just dawned on me like, real quick it's just like man one of the things we zach and i talk about this a lot it's like one thing that this area is missing is like what is that rally that we can get behind is it a, pers- a professional sports team what is it that's going to ground us and so like with your efforts here what we need we're creating professional founders and businesses and maybe that's what we need to create the professional sports team of entrepreneurship to rally behind so that that's what keeps us here i need
1: you guys to help us i'm 100 with you tim and that goes back to what we talked about much earlier i delayed my 12 o'clock by the way my heart stopped and died <laughs> as hard because you guys got me all fired up you get me all fired up and everybody in my class and others go oh Lord, here you go they're probably those <laughs> on the other side go, oh, Lord, why do you do that but listen here's the deal yeah we need your help in crafting what that is and how I articulate it. It's clear in my mind, and those of you who know my offices and stuff, it's a whiteboard and I'm crazy and stuff is everywhere. And I haven't gotten to that thing, Tim. It, it's, not, it's not where I'm saying we're not uh, creating the next laugh app.
2: We're not right. creating,
1: right. I, I'm talking about creating products and services that make a difference in our lives that are led by those who are usually underrepresented and or females who have a lot of, a lot to offer to bring to this. I don't care who, who you are. And, and as part of us making a difference, not only in the region, but beyond. So I need help articulating that story and getting it. And one of the things I will say this, everybody in my class will know, I always say this, there's great genius and simplicity. I don't need a paragraph to talk about what we're talking about. Help me figure out what it is we're trying to put our fingers on right now, Tim. Agree on it, and then let's shout it to the rafters. 100%.
2: yeah, I mean, something I brought up uh, well on um, episode one seventeen when I was doing my uh, my solo act. Um,
1: <laughs> Without me, <There> it is. <laughs> I'm the guy who was supposed to be on that. Everybody, I blew but that. it was
2: one of those deals. I started writing a blog post, uh, you know, and I and I mentioned it to the public for the first time. But it's just like, really, we we need to build entrepreneurship like we're building a shopping mall. We need those anchor stores, just like Tech Center has. Whole Foods and T.F. Chang's, you know, we we right now I see DroneUp, I see SVT Robotics, I see IV Watch and Instant Teams. Those are our anchor stores that we need to continue to support. And then we can fill the rest of the mall with even more left edge companies. And then yeah. all of that is going to build everyone up. But we but we've got to get people to them all. We've got to support those people. And then if you look at, I mean, I think they're doing a, a, a movie now on the PayPal mafia, just like the, the spinoffs of when we can create something as big uh, as a drone up. I mean, and they're, they're just beginning, mm-hmm. but we, that just continues to spin off and build more and more and more. And we just got to get that flywheel turning.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know, right now we're having, you know, we're having these singles and that's fine. They're not yet connected. Right. Right. But but it's OK because we're creating them now. So all these left edge kind of things we're talking about will be very early. So if I sit down with a VC or sit down with angels, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's too early. So we're, we're de-risking that part of it and figuring out how to get capital and resources to do that. So if you think about it, the work that we're doing with NASA Langley to commercialize and to help move and advance their IP is their investment in our efforts to help move that left edge. Once we start to get a few additional successes out of that, they become those other points, Tim. And now we start to connect the dots. We're patient, we're patient, we need your help. And um, you know, we're humble enough to, to say, come check us out, let's sit down, let's have coffee, let's talk about solutions, um, and we're, we're all ears.
2: Yeah. Jeff, this is great. I could talk another hour, but you got class.
0: I do get to get the class for those listening. Appreciate it. Download, subscribe, uh, this episode. And, uh, if you want to be on the show or meet Jeff, reach out to us. And, uh, thank you for listening, Jeff. That was awesome. Hey, thanks guys. You guys,
1: you guys are the best. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Glad it took 119 for me to get here. You know, I'm never going to live that down. You know how they say we're number one? I'm, I'm going to be weird number 119. Come
2: on, Tim. But it's All forever right. yours.
1: <laughs> Take care, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye.